should we like prep Paul into the intro? No, he he knows. Okay. He knows what to do. No, I don't. I have no idea. You just say you're Paul. All right, then. From Beta Cell, this is Out of Range. I'm Craig. I'm Laura. I'm Paul. Paul's filling in for uh, James this week. Paul, tell us, uh, can you give us the elevator pitch on yourself? Uh, so I'm Paul, uh, also a, um, uh, a long-time type one. I also run a website slash Instagram handle called Type One Outdoors. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> How long have you had Type One? Oh, since um, probably 34 years now. We just celebrated your diversary like two weeks ago. You don't remember? Yeah, I know. And I've already forgotten. (laughs) 30, 34 years. Do we say congratulations in a situation like this? I guess so. Congrats on living. I guess congrats or a job well done or so surprised you made it this far. (laughs) Um, So, Paul, we met through Type 1 Run, actually, which is... Kind of also how I met James before there was a type one run. Um, but you're a big outdoors guy. Um, yeah, I was actually starting out my um, my blog back in, I think, 2017. And uh, I was like, you know, I wonder if there's any more type one communities out here in the Los Angeles area. So I did some Google searches. And sure enough, this one thing popped up. Type one run. What is this? Oh, check this out. They have a chapter right here in Los Angeles. What? They have an event this weekend? Oh, I'm definitely going to check this out. And the rest is history. (laughs) (laughs) That was incredible. A real (laughs) play-by-play. What's interesting is, uh, you know, so we're both in L.A. Well, all three of us, I guess, are in L.A. Uh, But Paul... You, I've probably seen, you're the type one at the very least, I've seen the most out of anyone during this pandemic because at least once a week we'll go out for a socially distanced hike somewhere an hour drive away from the city. You're potting, you're quarantine potting together. Yeah, we're a pot. Yeah. Get it? Was that an Omnipod joke? Yeah. I think they actually do call them pods though. Yeah, they do. Quarantine pot. So it was it was weird before the pandemic started. I used to do these little things called local treks, and I would just kind of get, you know, local type ones in the area to meet up in Griffith Park, and we'll do like a quick hike, or we'll do a, like a bigger hike on the Angeles National Forest, or maybe a big mountain. But then the pandemic happened, and that all got shut down. Um, but then with you know, Craig and I have still been kind of trying to get out there on these little hikes and kind of working out like can this be done safely? And, you know, just looking at like, well, there's plenty of fresh air outside. There's plenty of room to spread out. If everyone wears a mask, there's, you know, very minimal risk of contagion of, you know, any sort. Um, So we've kind of put together some ideas on like, all we have to do really is just keep, you know, keep your head on and realize that, you could be infected or someone else could be infected. Just keep your distance, keep your mask on if you're in close range. And yeah, you can hike as a group outdoors. Yeah, we're not uh, we're not sharing water bottles or anything. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I think there's just something about hiking outside with people. You're just 
kind of far away from each other on the hike and then the rest of the world as well, which is kind of nice in these times. Yeah. And then pre-pandemic, Laura, you were also doing a lot of hikes in Griffith Park too, right? Yeah, I was. I'm still doing hikes maybe once a week. So, Paul, you have this this thing. I don't remember what you call it when type ones are out, just like chatting on the trail. Yeah, there's this, there's this weird uh, trail chat that happens. Yeah. Uh, whenever type ones get together on a hike, you know, most hikers talk about the hike, like the conditions, the mountain. We talk about weather. We talk about like pretty much all the outdoorsy stuff. But when type ones get together on a hike, the conversation is always gearing around diabetes. It's like, you know, it's blood sugar talk. It's medication talk. It's about the gadgets. It's about endos. It's about other organizations. It's about like everything that the type ones talk about in the type one community, only it's between people on the trail while we're huffing and puffing, trying to get up this extremely steep part or through a treacherous part of the woods or whatever it is. But this trail chat is kind of cool because it's like this, this new element of discussion out in the wide open spaces. And it's, and it's kind of a cool little thing. And you learn a lot. I love it. I think I learn a lot, at least. Um, mostly just through making mistakes and then just like feeling comfortable that there's someone there to like yeah give me an extra gel in case I do make a mistake. Yeah. What do you what do you mean what kind of mistake? Oh, just like taking too much insulin because mm. I'm yeah. high and I'm angry and so I'm like, "Yeah, I'll just take this because you know, nothing else is going to work." And then I you immediately plummet when you're then, out there you walking. Know, your rage bolus before you head up in a, a steep ascent over like a couple of kilometers and then all of a sudden you've got double down arrows and <laughs> yeah. <It worked. laughs> um, so one of the things we've been talking about on the trail the last few weeks that I feel like has been sort of out in the diaverse. I don't know if anyone else uses that word. We've been talking a lot about the influencer and the relationship with sponsorships Full disclosure, Paul, you are an ever since ambassador. Patient ambassador. Patient Correct. ambassador. So you have the ever since implantable CGM. And what do you do as a patient ambassador? Um, well, before the pandemic, um, I used to show up at conferences and uh, be there with representatives, um, sometimes uh, just as a patient with the, with the representatives, you know, explaining what the product is, just in case there was additional questions by people just curious about what this device was. I would also um, help out at clinics too. Like sometimes there would be um, a, a new uh, doctor being trained or perhaps a set of new patients getting the CGM and as a patient ambassador I would be there just to kind of encourage people that yeah this is you know a, a really good product and this has been my experience and in exchange they give you they give you a free ever since every time it runs out so yes patient ambassadors do get their product supplied to them by the company however 
the implant uh, procedure is not. I still have to pay out of pocket for that, which, you know, it, it isn't that expensive. It's like $99 for the sensor and then whatever the doctor charges. So if I find like a dermatologist who wants to implant it for like $120, then, you know, I'm out practically $200 or so. I, I guess the the question that's been going around is if you have this disease and you're trying to connect with this community, if you are sponsored to talk about a product, does that kind of ruin sort of the honesty of the community, a community that's kind of built on being giving your honest opinions, talking about things you do, kind of like that trail talk Paul was talking about? Um. I think that that all depends on the person or the influencer that you're going to be talking about because someone like Paul, who I trust and just from how many times I've met him, I know that he would never use a product that he didn't want to use just because they were giving him one. I can like literally just taking that information know that, you know what I mean? That gives him more credibility and also these people who are sponsored by products, they're not being told to talk shit about other companies. They are using products that work for them. And it's not like Paul goes around talking shit about other sense. I mean, right. You're not telling people not to use other CGMs and to only use the Eversense just because you have a relationship with them. I will poo poo a CGM that I've used before that does not work for me. <laughs> sure. That's, no, that's fine. But yeah, that's Craig and I, that's where you and I tend to, like, I just give the person a lot more credit and faith in that. Like, if there's a person who I already, like, don't trust, or it's very obvious that they are doing something for the money, then sure, I think that ruins the relationship with them and their audience, or like, you know, create some toxic, toxic, toxicity in the community. But you have the perspective of also knowing a lot of people, and have followed a lot of people True. for a long time. So you know various accounts and who you trust, who you don't. If you're just diagnosed and you join Instagram for the first time, is it weird to see all these people? I just think someone's intentions can are pretty obvious. Like if you're on an account and every other post is an ad for like different companies and you're just like, wow, this person's page is just like a lot of sponsored posts, it would make me maybe trust them less rather than like you're on a profile where you can tell that that person is particular or picky about what brands they're choosing to represent and then I don't know if you see someone and you maybe don't know their intentions like you can always reach out to the person posting about it and I don't know I'm all about gut feelings and giving the person the benefit of the doubt but yeah I don't think it I mean like we've been talking about on the show and sponsorships and what an influencer is and if it's like a bad thing um I mean, that's just what the social media world is now, rather that like, if that's in the diabetes community or not, that's just something we all have to get used to. You think that diabetes is just a microcosm of the greater social media? I just think it's no different, like social media is all is like there are influencers and sponsored posts now. And then I'm all of these diabetes companies obviously found their world and within the diabetes community. So yeah, I get it can be shady and it does take away from like the true genuineness of, you know what I mean? Why we're all there, which is to create a community and connect. Like it does add this other level of competition and 
favoritism and you know what I mean? Like, I don't like that part. That part kind of makes me uncomfortable. But I often wonder too for myself, like what is my threshold for influence? Uh, what, how do I bend? Like, for example, I would never show one of my social posts with myself using or holding like a, a Javoke um, glucagon pen because number one, I don't use it. I have no need to use it. I've never needed to use it in the past. So there's that. But what happens if they said, we'll pay you $500,000 for it? Now, is, now does that change my whole perspective on what I am willing to bend on? I mean, what, what's my breaking point? What's my threshold to say, oh, I'm going to just sell out my integrity for a $500,000 check? I mean, is it? Or is it like, uh, you know, we'll pay you $100 for it. It's like, no way. We'll pay you $200, What is that number that breaks you <laughs> off of your integrity pedestal? Well, I think there's so many layers to that too, where coming from someone who did do a sponsored GVOC post, but also because I have been a part of their keyholder conventions all year, um, I think there's like a difference in a product that could like seriously put someone in danger and there's like a lot of controversy behind what it can do. That would be like a really like a, a diff. you know what I mean? Like then I could see it would be much harder to decide if you're going to like advertise this dangerous product just because they're paying you. I, I mean, there's so many layers that you have to look at it with these. I'm not defending anything. I literally, I hate seeing ads all day on Instagram too. Like I hate it. Like no one likes to log on and just see people selling things. Like I'm not advocating for it in any way. I'm just giving another perspective. Like, um, have you, have you tried, uh, real good foods? I have. <laughs> Do you like real good foods? No. What if real good foods paid you money to say you do like real good foods? <laughs> I actually have had a relationship with Real Good Foods and they used to sponsor some of my meetups just by giving out coupons at the events. What what the controversy behind them is that some people hate it and their sodium content is really high. I've eaten so many Real Good Foods uh, products by choice because I've had them and like I don't think they're disgusting or anything. But they've paid me to post for them. What what are you asking? The number? No, no, no. I'm just, I'm just wondering, like, take something that, you know, isn't part of your fridge. It's not part of your freezer, but right. they are going to pay you to make it part of your freezer. I just got an email from this natural sugar company and they offered to pay me a lot of money for a post. And I declined because I don't cook with, I don't bake with sugar. I literally don't use regular sugar at all. And I said, there's no way I'm going to use a sugar alternative and I decline. I decline offers all the time for something that I would never use where they're still paying me. But also I'm really, I'm really particular with my account because my whole, the whole point of your just my type is to share the stories of other people. I don't have like a typical influencer account. So I am picky, definitely. And I don't want my page, like I'm really careful with what my page looks like when someone logs on. So the account that, that one company that you declined, um, yeah. 
what would it take for them to make you not decline? <laughs> I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't. I just, that, that's There's not- There's no this amount no. that they can dangle in front of you. Uh, maybe $1 million. Yeah. All right. So if they're listening- That's, that's Laura's breaking $1 million, threshold. I would post. But then again, like I said, it's not, if I tried, like, if okay, Craig, I got sent this. What was it, Craig? It was like the- <laughs> monk fruit sweetener baking mix and like a pre-made like uh like you would buy like a cake mix mix. it was brownie and cookies right it was too yeah they were like can we send you our product can you like try it do a post about it like this whole thing we made it it was fucking disgusting it was the worst thing i've ever eaten it was so bad and I actually ended up doing a giveaway with the product like for free so that I wouldn't have to use any of it or like have it in my house. Um, so I was like, I don't know. Then again, my, like I always say, my account isn't one of these like influencer accounts that, but I'm really picky with what I choose and it's not my full-time job, that account. So I'm, I don't really feel pressure to accept things just based off of money. Wait, let me just say one more thing about Real Good Foods because I I don't dislike them as a company. And you know what? There are so many people that like Real Good Foods. So like I would do a giveaway for them. And if people want to get their food for free and like enter in this thing, I would do that. Like that, I think that's a lot different too. Just because, you know what I mean? I'm not saying, hey guys, I really love this product, but there are so many people that voluntarily post about liking it. That like I wouldn't turn something like that down because that's on them. You don't have to, you don't have to put your name in a giveaway if you don't like the products. Going beyond kind of the personal, I don't know, debate on on what products you want to do, what price is worth for that products. But do you think that that has an effect on the diabetes online community as a place that kind of you know, you, you go to, to hear people's stories, follow people's journeys. Yes. I do think it has a negative, I do think it has a negative impact and it becomes less of like a safe, wholesome space than a one big competitive commercial. It is true, but it could be made a little more, I don't know. I think if everyone was being as transparent as they can, then at least people in the community would understand like, oh, I see. Okay, so so Laura has this integrity that says like, she won't put something in her fridge unless it's paid a million dollars for it. Me on the other <laughs> hand, I've got a spreadsheet in my head and I'm always negotiating <laughs> with myself. But if everyone knows those things, then you can kind of extrapolate a little bit about like, okay, you're showing something on your social page or whatever. And it's like, well, now I know how this person functions when they're presenting something. So having that transparency uh, name tag, I guess, up front, then you could be like, I see it. I see how it is being presented. But then I can also show like I, I can trust that, you know, the information coming out is like, it's behind a veil of something or this is just the person's integrity. Right. Yeah. I do think it was a much nicer place in the diabetes online community when nobody was doing ads, paid ads for anything. Like, of course, much simpler times, much, you know what I mean? It was way nicer. This has added like a whole new layer of unnecessary, like 
comparisons and yeah and i think we've seen a shift kind of in the what paul was saying of now there are uh people putting up on their blogs these are the companies right. i've accepted money from these are the ones i'm accepting money from now um and even people on post now i think sometimes i saw one where someone was you know eating something and they even put the bottom like i bought this myself and eat it. This is not an ad. Like, because I'm saying good things about this, don't think that it's because I'm being paid right, to say it. Everyone's so jaded. But yeah. we have to remember too, like blogs, people are professional, like out of the diabetes community, people are professional bloggers and can make a living at doing that from taking money from these companies. Like, yeah, it's the balance. But yeah, it makes things a lot more messy, I guess, when it comes to like trusting and if you can... I, th- I think what makes diabetes complicated is that the, well, what makes our community complicated is that it, it is people coming together with this common, shitty, chronic yeah. autoimmune disease. And it's right. We're all vulnerable already. So yeah. Then. And it's, it's a support community, right? It's not a. Yes. Consumer. Yeah. It's not a sports you know, blog, it's not a, I'm trying to think of other examples. There's not like a bunch of auto, like we don't have all like car, you know, Instagrams, like where people who are going onto this to find other people to like help us live better, fuller, safer lives. And, you know, I think of it, if, if it was like, if you had a meetup, Laura, and I showed up and I was just carrying a sign that said, uh, try Libre. And I just walked around with this, like on my head, the whole event, it would seem very silly. But I think that, you know, if your Instagram is a, is an extension of like your personal journey, like that's what it's like. Right. And just another disclaimer, Libre asked to do to pay me a lot of money to wear their CDM. And I also turned them down. So I'm just clearing my name in this episode that I didn't do that either. But yeah, I think a lot of people saw the Libre thing because it all kind of like, it was like two weeks of just Libres everywhere. Yeah, that's what happens is that they launch something and they want everyone to see it. So, yeah, that was another campaign that I didn't want to do. So, yeah, I agree. It would be like showing up or you showing up to one of my meetups and only talking about a Libre and nothing else. But, you know, if Libre came to me asking for an <laughs> honest product review, I will take that thing into the mountains and break it. And I will be honest about how I broke it. But I think that's the issue is that they don't want honesty. Like they're not no. giving you, it's not like a, it's not a company sending you a pair of shoes saying, oh, review these shoes. Tell us what no, you think. No, and they give you in the contracts, they give you very specific guidelines about what they want the captions to look like. Yeah. And so, like yeah, templates. they're not buying honesty. They're buying the ad. Yeah. You're delivering an ad. So, yeah, yeah, it's, it's different kind of like, Paul, with his Eversense, this is a product you bought and used before you became a patient ambassador. Yeah, I was using it before I became a patient ambassador. Right, that's what I'm saying. There's such a difference in something like that. As opposed to Libre coming to you saying, hey, will you only post about this Libre for three months for however much money, money. whatever it is on your spreadsheet that you negotiate. Mm -hmm. They will not take my review. They will not (laughs) like what I have to say. 
I guess it's just social media. It's just but Craig, you have been on this influencer thing for so long now. You're well, I've been on the influencer thing in general, I think, since we started this out of right. Range. I just think these past few weeks have been really been the hot topic. Oh yeah. Why do you think? Because it's only getting worse. I think it's definitely only getting worse, but I think that it was kind of this unspoken thing that was going on. Like we've all seen the ads and more and more ads, you know, the right. last few months. And I think that no one had really said anything to address like, hey, why are there so many ads? And I think once I posted about it, all these people started, you know, commenting and being like, yeah, this is something I've noticed. This is something that's bothered me. You're dropping a lot of candles down this rabbit hole. And uh, (laughs) there's a lot of light being shed on it lately. But let me just defend some of my friends also who are posting about products. Like I know a few people that did do the Libre campaign and they were already using Libre way before this company came to them. And that's a product that works for them specifically. Like that happens too. the way that Paul is doing this forever since there are people that prefer the Libre and don't hate it in the way that Paul does. And then the company found them and they're doing the same relationship with them the way that Paul is. And it just, it can make them look bad when they're part of a campaign where all these other people are, where you don't know if they've used it. So that's all I'm saying about that. Paul, do you ever feel weird or have you lately felt weird? I feel weird right now. Stuff about (laughs) the ever since um, as, you know, being not necessarily paid to post about it, but you get this product for free. You shouldn't. You shouldn't. (laughs) Not really, because... uh, I do like the product and I will sing their praises for free anyway. So I don't really feel weird about that. Um, But if some other product was given to me on, you know, on a condition that, Hey, could you include this product in your posts and shed it in a good light? I would feel weird about that. Sure. Yeah. I think that should be everyone's bottom line. If you I don't see anything wrong with doing a taking a relationship like that if it's a product that I love and I would already encourage people to use. Craig, if you really believed in a product and they came to you and asked you, they'd give it to you for free if you posted and you liked the product, would you? what would you do? I would consider it, but I would do it in a slightly different way because my kind of diabetes persona is sort of behind this podcast mask. I don't really have like a T1 Craig account, a Craigabetes Instagram account. Hopefully no one steals that from me. So I'm writing that down right now. I could uh, (laughs) easily do something that's like, hey, this is a product, blah, 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 blah. It does this and this. Not something that's, hey, I'm Craig. I've got my Afres inhaler. Uh, this is my favorite thing in the whole world. You should do it too. And that's not to say that I don't say those things to people on the side. I mean, right. I got Paul to get off of his pump for the first time in 20 years. And you used to try ago. to get me to get on Omnipod when you were on the Omnipod. <laughs> yeah. So it's already happening <laughs> organically. True, but, it, but it's happening because that's kind of the thing that happens with type ones, but it's not like Omnipod was paying me to go and tell you to get on the Omnipod. I just knew that I liked it and you didn't like your Medtronic at the time. And I said, Oh, this really works for me. 
And then in the same way that I know people who are on Tandem and Control IQ and tell me all the time how great it is. And I think it's that kind of nuance you get when you chat with someone and talk about how a product fits into someone's life or doesn't fit into someone's life that really, um, like that's, that's what makes a community the community. Sure. And it kind of lets you form your own decision and opinion about it, like as they're telling you. Yeah. But speaking of, I'll do my disclosure thing too, because uh, James has been kind of, uh, I don't know, writing me about this. Last year, almost a whole year ago, we did our live show in Los Angeles. And uh, for that show, we did have sponsors. But the way we kind of displayed these sponsors as these are people who are paying to make sure we can rent the space, rent the chairs, yada, 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 to put this event on. It wasn't a, hey, I'm Craig, I use the InPen. They were basically just buying the ad space as opposed to buying a testimonial. Maybe that's what the nuance is now that we're kind of talking about this. I think the issue with the sort of influencer accounts is that it, it looks like a testimonial. Sure. The way it's posted, the way the caption's written, uh, you know, when it's in first person saying, hey, I'm Craig Abedes. Uh, I just love going low so I can use my Gvoke to bring myself up. I mean, that, you know, rings false as opposed to if, you know, Gvoke sent Paul a pen uh, and said, hey, do you want to just post and say, here's this new product, this is what it is. That's what exactly what Gvoke asked me to do was to post the product and say what it is and talk about their virtual event. It was before even the launch of the pen. So none of us could even pretend that we had used it because we hadn't. But that was their actual template was this is what this product is. This is we're going to have a virtual event. This is the date of it. They just sent us fake trainer pens as props. But is it weird then to then, I don't know, the way things are like posed with it? I mean, I talked about how much I love that it fit in my pocket. Have you gotten the Gvoke yet? Me? Yeah. No. Even though it fits in your pocket? I haven't. Are you considering getting it? Sure. If I, I, I mean, I honestly want it. I just haven't gone through the process of getting. Have it. you needed to use glucagon before? Um, in my life, yes. Yeah, yeah. I've had it used on me a couple times actually, and then I almost had another emergency where Craig had to drive it over to my house because I didn't have one on me. So there's have been a few real life experiences where I could have used that. I've had glucagon once, and it was like 15 years ago, and it was administered by an EMT. Long story, but <laughs> you don't long story it, short, right? <laughs> I have had it, but never administered myself. So, Paul, I think the last question I have for you is how much will it cost to get you to post about beta cell on your account? Oh, to post beta cell on my account? Yeah. Oh, geez. Oh, that's... That's an easy. That's that's an easy one. I see the wheels turning. <laughs> <laughs> He's pulling up the pre- spreadsheet now. I can see him clicking. Yeah, Ooh. it's going to cost a lot. Yeah, it's it's going to be pretty expensive. But you know what? You'll get your money's worth. It's a good value <laughs> post. I mean, you're going to get like. What's my ROI on this? You're going to get like eyeballs in the tens. 
Oh, wow. That's huge. That's better than I'm getting now. I'm, t- I'm talking myself. 40, 50 people. Maybe, maybe 55. I mean, <laughs> the sky is the limit. Wow. I, I, I like this. I like this proposition. I'll have my people call your people. Wonderful. And we'll, uh, work something out. But you can only this can be uh, but this can be the only podcast you post about for one week. You can't post about any other podcast. And you can't oh, take it down until it's been a month. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> that's okay. another part of a the week. campaign. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> one week of just beta cell. And and how many posts do I put up in a week? Probably three. Yeah. Okay. yeah. You have to consider that every too. other day. Yeah. Actually beta cell uh, shows up on my Insta stories quite a lot when I take a picture of my backpack because there's that beta cell button that's always oh, on. You get free advertising, Greg. You're right. Wow. I do. That's the secret. These companies should just be sending us all uh, buttons yeah. and stickers and they'd get free advertising. Well, guys, do you have any other thoughts on uh, the moral decline of social media? Not at the moment, no. Um, going on a sunset hike tonight, so I think I'll let Ooh. all of these thoughts saturate into the mind while I'm out there in the wilderness. And, and he'll be I'll... wearing his Eversense CGM on his sunset hike tonight. <laughs> There's a 100% guarantee that will happen. And there will be a beta cell button on my backpack. There you oh, go. Man. Now I just need to send you a You're Just My Type sticker. Will you put it on your backpack? Oh, my goodness. Hell yes. <laughs> There Do you, you have go. a button? I can I can get you one. Put that up. Yeah. Send it. Okay. I'll wear it. Well, guys, this has been uh enlightening. <laughs> to say the as least. always. <laughs> Paul, thank you uh for joining us. Yeah, this was fun. Anytime, guys. Out of Range is a production of Beta Cell and it's produced and edited by me, Craig Stubing. As you know, Beta Cell doesn't have any sponsors, but we instead rely on the support of our listeners. That means our episodes are made for you, not some corporation. If you love Beta Cell and want to support us too, you can join the Beta Cell fan club on Patreon. For just a few dollars a month, you'll get early access to every podcast episode, bonus clips, behind the scenes content, and monthly video hangouts with me and other fan club members. Plus, it means the only ad you'll hear on this show is this one. There's a link in the show notes for how to join. We really appreciate it.